do the honors. Beginning at one. We began the last session with you all flying back on the magic carpet ride to the, the drunken dragon discussing how Annie had just gotten the tickets officially for the, the three of you. You have a meeting with Slyria Irtain the next night to finalize things, but you basically agreed I will play only for you while I'm in this city. We arrive back at the drunken dragon and there's noise and music inside. You walk in, there's a beautiful exotic dancer on a table and men trying to, you know, not go up and grab her until they, they do, to really like, is an illusion, because there is Yestiel Arawak, a human bard who was there, apparently a contemporary of Felicia, Felicia Goldhip. Um, Annie and him talk. He seems very much the bardly type, if you can apply stereotype to a man, he probably fits it quite well. Um, but you, you two, Annie and Yesdiel, have a um, bardic duel in which Annie does win. Spells are slung, people are cheering, raucous as all hell, Annie wins, and he pays for your drinks. What, one more round. Plays a little bit more through the night and then excuses himself. You all have a bit of Revelry, excited that you, that you met your first goal of getting the fucking invites is woo, step one. Yeah, um, woo. And then yeah. heading your way to bed. It was where, a happy moment. Where you Twice. exactly happiest moments. Went to your bedroom where you this put a robe, disarmored, Holy and were <laughs> and Annie awoke because she could sense that Icarus had died and her eyes were turning pitch black and saw a blaze sticking from the bed and blood uh, pattering her dark skinned face. I like how you say Annie awoke and I was the one with the sword through my chest. Well, <laughs> you sound good. No, I know. I just, I just say it. I love how you just, how you describe Something terrific happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bird said, oh, there's a sword through the bed. I we're do pay for that. that. Annie would have woken up first. Mm-hmm. Milliseconds before Earth would mm-hmm. wake up mm-hmm. to a stabbing, perhaps even seconds based on stuff. In, in any case, you were awake when you saw the boots there and then you felt the pat pat. But by the time you felt the pat pat of blood and saw the blade, indeed you were well awake <laughs> at that point in time as a scimitar gone through your, your chest, apparently coated in poison. You made a several very important uh, con saves at that moment in time. Norman was stabbed as well with poison, mm-hmm. and the fight broke out, seeming to be an assassin type here who fled the room. Yeah. Is this a theme song to Schindler's List? No. But if it was, that'd be great. <laughs> it is Death of Prince Albert from Victoria 2 soundtrack, which looks oh, like to be a war yeah. game of something of a sort. Yeah. That makes sense. By Dr. Schindler. <laughs> Um, the fight broke out where you guys uh, chased her after after Norwin, some quick thinking and quicker fingers plunged a healing potion into Earth's mouth to get him up. And um, you saw outside that there was a second assassin, this one here with glowing blue eyes. Of course, the thing that you notice above everything else is that you guys could not cast spells because you were in a zone of silence. Cast some you, you only had what you had on uh, on you mm-hmm. while you were sleeping. So a tough fight broke out, which involved a lot of invisibility and misleading from the 
assassins, a lot of spellcraft and whatnot else, until finally um, one of them teleported away and then emerged, apparently invisible as Morwen saw. Blast, blast, blast. Recognizing telltale Elder Blast. Though it looks different than Annie's. You've seen Elder Blast enough times, I know it. Mm -hmm. Flavors from whatever the patron is. You come up and invisibly uh, attack the invisible foe and tear off her face as she spins and falls, leaving just one who emerged to attack you. And you were quite near falling, I believe, with seven hit at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Annie, I didn't realize it was that close. It was close. As Annie <coughs> banished a Shadowhound and then came in and bleh, bleh, bleh at um, the last assassin, hitting once, hitting twice, and then the third one coming in to kill her. Of course, this is not before the most important thing that happened, which is Earth's unfortunate and untimely end. Mm-hmm. After he leaps and grabs her with the bone whip and yanks breaking the banister and she falls, whatever spellcraft is on her, she's, a, she's a, able to essentially immediately escape the restraint and with two stabs and a twisting of them, you hear the pop of Earth's sternum. Then she falls. The tavern right now is frantic. This is only a mere 20 or so seconds that have passed since the second the second assassin, one of its scimitars, so that five hundred past, was felled by Annie's Eldritch blast. Marcus has already appeared via his teleportation circle on the top of the chandelier here, mm-hmm. and with a, a fly spell made his way over here. Um... Norman standing quite near the assassins while having just felled one yourself, then almost getting felled by the other before Annie felled, and then there's a lot of falling around here happening. Mm-hmm. And you watched as um, Marcus used the, the tip of his staff to, to move the hood on the, the scimitar wielding one to expose a symbol, a purplish, bluish, blackish glyph of some sort. And he sighed and said, Fjallans, damn it. For the two of you that are up right now, at least, does that, you know what that, that is at this point in time? You should. Yeah. You don't. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the house of the um, theater, honestly, but they yeah. also do assassination. It's where you have been going for the last uh, two nights. Um, but the reason why, why that the tavern is frantic right now, mere 20 seconds after all this has happened, is the patrons have begun funneling out of this this room, or this way here, and going, Whoa, what, what, what the hell is happening? People are crowding in, looking and seeking, and, and just trying to get a hold. People are being shoved, and they're like tiptoeing around the dead. Everyone's in their night clothes and gowns and, 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 and shirts and whatever else. No one is armored. Everyone is dead. What was woken from a dead sleep. Mm-hmm. The reason why it took so long is because the silence spell, of course, not only made you guys could cast spells, it also meant they had more time before people started waking up and coming to. The good thing is, the first thing that, that the patrons start doing, m- most of them at least, is fanning out and frantically putting out the fires that are <laughs> licking up the wooden, the wooden furniture, wall, floors, from a, from a fire elemental form, a few produced flames, perhaps, um, and people that were just on fire. So they, they begin going, what the hell? Just, put up the fire, put up the fire! And just go over and just start grabbing rugs and smacking it, trying their very best to put... Make it a bigger, you idiot. <laughs> One of them, a scar 
dwarf with his hair in a tight knot is fiercely and frantically patting out the remaining flames on the scimitar um, assassin right, right, right here, just patting them out so that the flames do, do not crawl and lip around. Mm-hmm. A blonde, a blonde-haired, um, half-elven figure. He he strides from the, this direction here, and you hear a slight shit and a jump. And he comes comes this way, and you see him vault over the thing here, just 20, 20 feet up, vault over and land right next to Earth. Oh come on, come on! You gotta be kidding me! And he sticks his hand in Earth's blood and rubs it on this little gauntlet thing that he has. Shit! And he starts slapping Earth. Wake up! Peer over. That's not going to help, you know. Well, then you get him up. I will. I'll do better than you. Back off. You see a a um a, an elderly skinny dwarven fellow. You know, you recognize him. You stay safe here. By the way, this this figure you you've seen in the tavern. He's a guest here right now. Uh, and there's um Jasper, the um dwarf that works here in the early morn and mid. Day, who is um was coming over toward her, but then seeing you slapping him was like backs off as <laughs> Annie as Annie says what she says. So, Earth is dead. What do you do? I am first going to walk over <clears throat> to Norwin. Drink this. You know, I suppose I better. That yes, sure is a strange way to revive someone. I have ten days. <laughs> you have ten minutes, otherwise I'm going to take him to some place that can help. Just give me a minute. And I'm going to search. I said she has ten. Assassins. Search the two assassins. Yeah. Okay. Um, which one do you want to search first? Blue eyes. Okay, make an investigation check. Twenty-one. Um, I don't think you were there, or at least you weren't paying attention when, thank you, when the Norman came up, and I don't recall if you were there at that time when that happened, but you can definitely see the telltale marks and scraps of flesh that are hanging off the face right now. However, there's still very much her face intact. On what it intact. The scraps of flesh that you see seem to be peeling from within. It's a very, very disconcerting sight. There should be great furrows in the face, but you don't see them. And with a 21 on a whim, you just poke the face and your finger goes through a slight amount and it comes out blood where there is no blood. Clearly the face is illusory. Hmm. Can I find anything in, like, pockets? Because I would be searching, like... Yeah, you do. You see she is wearing a belt like the other one that has um, one vial left on it. Um, And you see um, there's no gold. Nothing of the sort at all. She has a dagger, a pair of daggers. And it's really quite minimal here. There's few spellcasting components, sure. 
but that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. She very much came to do battles and doesn't have anything extraneous on her. You do recognize with that role especially what is what that last vial is, and it lo- lo- looks to be some healing potion of some sort of a lower, right, just a normal healing potion. I will um, turn to Marcus and say, sorry for disrupting your establishment. Um, we kind of were attacked, and um, we got to help our friend, I feel. Um, yeah. Hey, before I continue to ruin my nightshirt, this is Steelstorm, right? What does it matter to you? Who are you, by the way? Is that really what's important right now? Mm, yes, I don't pass around names without knowing them. And also, you're standing over our friend. You hear, as that dwarf, that scarred dwarf with the, the top knot that was, mm-hmm. that was kneeling, putting out the flames, is chanting right now. And you see a diamond in his hands. And he's with these? Mm-hmm. I'm going to slap the diamond out of his hand. What the fuck do you think you're doing? Make an attack roll. <laughs> What's the plus for that? Uh, your dex plus your proficiency. So, I'll be at least 16. At least 16. Because I rolled a 13. Okay, so plus proficiency. 21. Yes, you indeed do smack it. Diamond rolls. And he goes, please don't do that. I'm sick here doing my job. Your job is to bring back assassins? Um, Marcus says, no, Annie, leave him to be. See, the insurance has, has already been paid for. We do not need more bloodshed this night. And the dwarf just looks up and nods to Marcus, and Marcus kind of quits his teeth and nods back to him and says, space to do what he needs to do. It's gonna be fucking hard to do it with no body, and I'm gonna grab her by the ankle and start dragging her away. Norwin, bring the other one. <sighs> Sorry okay. to say, they did do quite a number on us, and I'm not ready to have to fight them again. We might make more enemies doing this than we already have. Yes, well, we want to make sure that we are able to survive the moment, and then we'll deal with the rest afterward. We have the means of bringing them back also, if we need to. The dwarf stands and pats his knees. Insurance has been paid for. Insurance? What does that even... What do you mean by insurance has been paid for? They've already paid to be revived. They've paid to be revived? Precisely. Insurance, in case the worst has to come. So you were hired by them to... So, so, so they... Yeah. Okay. Indeed. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. You got some pretty stupid <clears throat> friends, dead man. <clears throat> Avril Lavigne. 
Perception check, and you make a perception check as well. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, perception, perception, perception. Where's my perception? It's probably plus five. Yes, yeah, so seventeen. Seventeen. So you bring down there, Evelina. As the chest begins to to grow, it pushes two tables and chairs away. I'm assuming you're opening it up. Yep. Fully. Wait, wait. How did you get your box? Oh, I would have to go into the room. I'd probably kick her down and then go get my stuff. Okay. Because I need it. But yeah, okay. I'll go get it. Okay. What are are you you doing? As Annie essentially throws this figure down the stairs and. Marcus, you're gonna have to tell me some of these customs. Yeah, is this a normal thing where people like hire healing for assassins? And is this like a whole political thing? Life insurance does exist in the court city. If you can be, be brought back back to life, why not pay for, for it to be done in advance if need be? Fair. And then additionally, um, how an assassin isn't necessarily going to give up their, their contract just because they die, I assume. Then if they're brought back, if they've paid for insurance. Unless you have the backing of a dragon-marked house under their protection or the crown itself, they can come after you. So I would hope that, that you've made as good of friends as you have clearly made enemies at this point. As you're walking into the... Um, through the doorway into the room there, you see uh, Gestil not shredding his uh, wire at the moment, but walking by, and, and he's squinting his eyes, the clear hangover, and he sees you in your blood-soaked shit. He goes, what in Boldre's bosom is going on? That time of the month. just need to get my backpack. Just a lot louder than the women I've been with. So <laughs> you head in here. Um, and he walks past this this away. Oh, oh, ooh! What did you do? We um. So he's wearing these very comfortable slippers that he obviously does not travel in, and he's like stepping in blood. What did you do? Dealt with some assassins. Mm. Welcome to the court city. Ah, oh, this is common. Okay. This is common. <laughs> Um, Annie, you hear a click behind you as, as you're in your bedroom and you're grabbing your, your, your pack and you're grabbing the Kibo and you hear the click here. It's a chill of this And you turn. You don't even hear your own footsteps scraping out the ground at this moment in time. As standing in the doorway, becoming visible before your very eyes, you see this figure here. In her hand, she holds a silver candelabra with. I guess candle holder, I shouldn't say candle holder, that's one white candle 
a small white flame at the tip and around the base of it has just three heads all going. She holds that up and a smile grows at her face. She is bloodstained and wounded. What do you do? Actually, better yet. Roll initiative. You roll initiative two, you roll initiative two. <sighs> Everybody roll initiative. Oh, that's a 23. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's a 25. Whoa! I got a crit. Added two. <laughs> yeah! Oh, and you add, because of Jack and many, many uh, mm-hmm. Very nice. Very, very nice. Well, she got the sneak um, round off on you, but not the sneak round off on you. That's very nice. Could Both I borrow your no, 23. 23. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Could I borrow your player handbook? Yes, sir. Of course. I don't know where mine went. I always need only the reference that I know. You go, buddy. Corey, thank you. Any idea where we're at? Um, I think I'm at 20, unless there's some other benefit that they get that I'm not aware of. So that's why I'm just double checking. Mm-hmm. Well, that's still going to be higher. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think I'm going to beat them. So my point being is all. Zoom over here and go to Norwin and Marcus. <laughs> well, really loudly. Mm-hmm, there's an assassin in the room with Annie. <laughs> nice. Very nice. I was wondering if you were gonna, if you didn't put Strychnine on the board, I was gonna say if, if, if I don't see him, he's proofed away. So the fact that you had him on the board is kudos to Udos. Kudos to Udos. Okay. Then... That's your action to do do that, or do you have an action? You want to take? Nope. That's my action because. It uses that. You took control, yeah. My bonus action. I think that's all I'm going to do. I will take a step back though onto the bed. Okay. Very disconcerting not hearing that thing at this moment in time. Norman, what do you do? Is it an action to bust down a door? Otherwise, I'm going to use my action to cast. Um, well, you can you can so move yourself first. Okay, I'm going to move. I'm assuming over there. Yeah, because if um, the first thing the first thing thing that you do is the door is locked. So you yep. grab your and you can't get in. I, I okay, won't say that it takes yeah. an action or anything. You just know shit. The door is locked. Yeah, because essentially what I like to do is give myself guidance to try to bust the door down. Ah, it, yeah, sure. Uh, well, so. Uh, 
you know the door is locked free. It's mm-hmm. gonna take an it would take an, an action to make a strength check. Okay. And guidance yeah. takes an action to cast. Exactly, right? that's why I was so asking. Unfortunately. Alright, I'm just going to try and bust the door in essentially. Oh boy, here we go. Mm, that's not too bad. Sixteen total. Sixteen? Mm-hmm. Does not give. Okay. This place, after all, does cater to adventuring types, and uh, the locking mechanism inside is quite good. The doors are quite thick. Another frustrating thing about how the fuck did they even get in the first place? You yep. still don't know. And then I will turn back and yell, Marcus, keys, now! Can't hear you. Then I will back up until he can. <laughs> Marcus, 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 Marcus! Marcus. <laughs> exactly. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, <laughs> He goes, uh, right, right, right! And he jumps and comes down here. And we're just gonna come, floats behind this thing there. Okay. I think that's everything for you. Okay. Yeah. Do we decide how, uh, that uh, resistance is a bonus action now? Oh shit, what do we decide? I think, I think that was what we decided. Let's go back and look, look at our notes. Yeah, I think it's range of touch, but bonus action. Touch, bonus action, and we didn't want a reaction, so that's basically going yes. to four to all mm-hmm. things. So yeah, it's a bonus action. Okay, then I'll cast that on myself as a bonus action. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brendo, what do? Brendo, what do? <sighs> what the hell is going on now? And he's going to nimbly jump up on table and then cast jump on himself and then what sword have, yeah. does your Dijelin do? Huh? What's, what, um, what weapon do you use? Sword or? Uh, a bow, actually. A bow? <laughs> That'll be helpful. Fuck! See, we should have never given, given Claymore. <laughs> okay, well, it's not But perfect. he also has a, he also has a sword, so, like, don't worry about it. Like, anything, anything will do. Choose one of these Otherwise, to I was use. Just... Uh, or you can use that. It, no, this one would be perfect. Perfect. That one used to be Annie. This one used to be Annie, so mm-hmm. that would have been real confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Uh, so you cast jump as a bonus action? Is that a bonus action, action to do it? An action? Okay. Yeah. And then use my movement to get up there. Sounds good. What the hell's happening now? The table kind of cracks a slight amount from the force as you jump and nimbly land. Up top, seeing this figure here, Norman standing, um, just so I can be technically, yeah, mm-hmm. you see exactly where you would be. Yep, so you'd be right about here. Okay. And you still is right there, pretty much. Going, what the hell? And you're basically standing, straddling the dead body that's still there. Mm-hmm. The body is still there, even though it's not on there. Okay, that is your move. Yep. Um. Despite the eerie silence, that's almost definite, like being at the very, very bottom of the ocean. <coughs> she holds up the can- candle and points it Excuse me. toward you. You hear arcane, arcane words come from her mouth. You see her lips moving. You can hear the words, and it's 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 almost unbelievably loud because of the utter silence that it is in the room. Otherwise. And you are familiar with these words as she flicks the candle at you, and three eldritch blasts come flying out toward you. 
Let me see. What is your own? Sorry. 13 right now. 13 right now, still. Um, plus 10 to hit, so I want. Hit. So I'm not rolling crits today. Oof, that will be 37 points of damage to you as you are hitting each of them, sends you back, slamming to the wall, slamming to the wall, slamming into the wall. That's Earth. Can I, yeah. can I use that, actually? Yeah, for sure. That's right Earth. Okay. Um, Norwin, you see mm-hmm. that Dwarven figure making his way down. He reaches the bottom of the steps. He did scoop up that thing as he fairly calmly walks. Yeah, rushes because he's using his action to dash, mm-hmm. heading his way down there. Oh, I should put him up there. Sorry, I'm going to score. You rolled very low, though. I should be complete. Marcus. That 20 Marcus was him. Okay, so in absolute silence, except for hearing her words as she whispers and flicks at you. <coughs> as you almost fall to a knee on the bed. I'm moving on. Mm, sorry. Uh, Dwarf, I just said he's moving. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Annie, back to you. Would I still have like my bag in my hand so I could use like an item from there or no? Yeah, I'll say that you reached the bag before she became visible again and locked the door on you. Okay. 5, 10, 15, I'm going to come straight up to her, and okay. I am going to flick some crawler mucus on her. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. That, that, that works. As long as she's close enough, you can, it's very thick and mucusy, but you pull the stopper, and you just violently, <laughs> like, you know, syrup that you're trying to splash and stuff like, you're trying to splash the syrup, doesn't work very well, but try hard enough, it might. Yep. Okay, um, I will have you roll an attack roll. Unless it says anything, I don't think it says anything specific on there for attacking things within close to you. It it's says if sub- it contacts them, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll let this work. It's a little bit weird, but go ahead and make an, an attack roll using your dex mod, but not your proficiency, because you're not proficiency getting this Poison on something? Out of. 10. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So you grab it, and it's coming out, but it kind of just splashes here, splashes there, and she just definitely moves to the side. Apologies. Yeah, if you put if you put it on something and they touch touch t- and they touch it, of course, then there's no rule for attack. Yeah. If you're gonna try to squash I don't have them. gloves on. I totally so understand. Like, I totally mm-hmm. understand. Can't touch it myself. Totally understand. I'm just explaining so you don't get. And I'll just step to the side just in case something comes through the door. Okay. Norman, all right. Bonus action. Oh, you can take much right now. Sorry. Norman, you're up. I'm gonna. I'm, if, I assume Marcus hasn't come back yet, so I'm Marcus gonna. Had, no, he took his turn to head down there. And... Okay, so I'm gonna try to kick the door in again if I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Make a strength check. Oh boy. Uh, 
no. <laughs> that was like a three plus one. So. Sorry. You kick it right where the lock would be, but you've seen this lock. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lash that comes down. It's pretty thick. Yep. That's all I can nice really do. Down yep. a door. And then I'm going to step to the other side in case Marcus comes up with it. Um, there's literally anything else I have on my person. I literally have nothing else on me. Um, that's all I can do. Okay. Mm-hmm. You hear Marcus rummaging around through things. Well, actually, no, sorry. You I don't. don't. You, don't hear anything. <laughs> you, don't, you don't hear anything. You don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. You can hear things. You just hear Marcus downstairs rummaging around stuff. I'm not entirely sure uh, what is going on there. So, because you can't see where he is right now, so I'm just going to leave Marcus' turn being whatever he's doing. But you still don't see him flying up or anything of sorts. Gotcha. Um, then go. Dwarf man, what are you doing? My job. You mean this dwarf? I'm yeah. Assuming? My job as he is making his way toward the. They just uh, told you to wait! What? Just give them a minute! No. Would he know how long the revive spell takes? Could I arc? Like, did, would it take an action to arcana check that? Like, I don't know. I don't want a metagame, but you know what I mean? Sure. Like, Why don't you just make an arcana check? Okay. You're a, you're a learned person. You no. See, I only got five, so. Yeah, so you have, you have no idea. You just see him have a dime mm-hmm. in his hand, and you well, I guess would have no idea. Wouldn't a uh, 10 actually make it? No? Because I'm proficient. I would say you have, okay, I'll say this. You have a good good idea that some revival things are very, very quick within a within a, a minute, and they're fast, whereas some, you don't know, you've, you've heard of things that take a long time and are elaborate affairs, but there's some things that can revive the dead very, very quickly, and by, by your count, she's probably been dead for about a minute, close to a minute. I'm not entirely sure when she died. No, I guess I was wondering, like, how long his spell takes. Like, if I knew there was a revive spell that's like, mm. yeah. boom, So you know, you know that some like it's been quite, quite quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you have no idea what he has. Is capable. <sighs> I don't have time. So did that take my action or anything? No. Okay. Yeah, just because that was okay. like... Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 to get into the room there? Yeah, just remember that you have to, to go... No, I don't. This. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so nope. I'm going to walk towards this wall and just be like... I don't have time for this. And then as he becomes transparent, he walks through this wall, walks through this door, walks through this bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. And Good character who does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's wearing this gauntlet thing that had that medallion in it, right? Mm-hmm. And a little blade pops out, a little little spectral blade, and he goes to stab her in the face. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> Annie, you just see, like, oh, shit. And you see this form... <laughs> Up here, he's like ghostly for a moment, and then pff, takes from it. And the first thing that com- comes to your mind is another one. Before you see it's him, it turns around and thirteen, thirteen, no, fourteen would not make it. Mm-hmm. As you and it would have connected, but there seems to be a slight sh- shimmering over his skin. But that one will. Are you have a second attack. Yep. Yeah. So the first one kind mm-hmm. of comes and glances, and then you're like, oh, oh, major army, you know that. You come in for a underbelly. <coughs> you got her. Uh, nine? Nine points of damage? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's silenced in here, right? Mm-hmm. So then you're just going to see his mouth just running like a mile a minute. <laughs> I understand all of them. I've been traveling with Earth. Does she have to make a concentration? She does. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. She does have advantage, just like last time. Bonus action. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. 
All good then? Yep. Alright, after that is the figure here. Uh-oh. I'm <laughs> suddenly seeing a duo in there, not looking as hot. That was unexpected, even by her standards, coming into a silenced place. Both troll wisdom saving throws, please. Is it a sleep thing? It's not sleep thing. Oh, okay. It is a charm effect, though. 20. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um. No, I'm not proficient in wisdom. So, 10. 10. She sees you and goes, You see her mouth go, but you can't hear it right now. She holds up. This and a grayish white light envelops a 20 foot cube here. Actually, I need you to make wisdom saving throw, and I need to make one for Yestiel as well. It, it would go outside the room, it goes outside walls, and it's just Ouch. within 20 feet. Is this hypnotic pattern? Mm-hmm. Damn, I can't find any reason to say that it, that it wouldn't go through walls, which seems very strange to me, mm-hmm. but it just says 20 foot cube. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And specifically, if things are stopped, it specifically say like a foot of wood or yeah. an inch of lead or, or like, like you know, steel. This, this will go around corners if it's like, yeah, yeah. Fireball, so I would example. agree with that. So, yeah. It's just weird. Unless like, even for some reason, I imagine different. it like being like a gelatinous. Who can see the pattern? The right, but I think that you would still see it because you still see it? does it say it says a, tw- a twenty foot cube? Does it say that it can't go through walls? As long as a point of origin, she can see that. So, yeah, so it would be throughout the whole 20-foot cube that would go through the walls and everything. Oh, that's weird. I mean, unless there's... I, I wouldn't even have thought about that. Like I said, I would have just thought, but, like, it would go around corners, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, that means that if you know that somebody's on the, on the other side serious. of the wall, can you cast it on the, the, the wall? Yeah. And it would go on the other on side? On both sides? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not a physical thing. Yeah, I that's. Guess. I mean, that, that's kind. I feel like that's kind of up to you because then mm-hmm. that's how we'll use yeah. it too. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. No, I guess that. Yeah, as long as the creature sees the light, I think that would, would work. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for it. Go, make go for it. Saving throw. Thirteen. Thirteen, and yeah. here's your skills. Uh, it's not gonna make enough. The bards are not proficient in wisdom decks and correct. So I only use one. Actually, I when you dip, do you get all their saving throws and stuff too? You get some, I think. It, there's a list of what you get. Okay. Yeah, specifically. It's like in the, uh, it's in feats on the. If you just open to the feats tab, it's on the left page. All right, I'll have to make sure I'm doing that right then. Cool. Not that you read the book that often. <laughs> <laughs> so you see this flash, and your eyes kind of grow dim, and your arms kind of fall to, to your side. Same with you up there. You all of a sudden mm-hmm. see flash, and you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And he does the same, his hands falling. Oh, wait a minute. I have resistance up still. Ah, you do. Uh, let's see if that does anything. Plus two, so that would be 15. No? Okay. I did my best. So, no, yep. You have a hand mm-hmm. not affected by it. She simply looks at you. Silence doesn't take concentration? Concentration? It does. It mm-hmm. does. Oh, okay. Yep, it does. So she looks at you, and you hear her, you hear her oh, say, there we go. next time, then. And she grabs a lock to the door, opens it, pushes it through, and will... It's unlocked now? 
And she had she unlocked yeah, it. She yeah. unlocked yeah. it from inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you inside. So mm-hmm. she um, she was already in there, obviously. So she will make her way. You can make up to an attack if you wish to. I am with my um, add dad, the thing sure. I can grab from my back. Well, you don't have it drawn right now. True. That's that's the tough thing is you can only make 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 always with things that you have drawn. So your best poison improvised weapon. You have that empty glass bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, it's going to be. It'd be a one d four instead of a one. True. If you had a bottle in your hand, it'd be a one one d four damage. Okay, I'm going to smash it with the bottle. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> do I use my proficiency? You, you're not proficient nope. with an improvised weapon, right so just that's a six. Yeah, it's strength, so it's yeah. not even that. So you. you oh, just, if it's you, strength, then it's two. <laughs> Amazing. So you see you hit her, me. She goes, Next time, then. She flips open the door, makes her way, and you go, no, you chuck it, and it slaps against the wall, smashes, and she leaves. So that was her action, and then 5, 10, 15, 20. She sees that you guys are all taken, thank goodness. 25, 30. That's as far as she can go right now. Okay, after that is... Dwarfman. Comes over. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him, since you did slap it away and it's been two turns and things tight, timeline was very tight, I'm going to give him only a 20% chance that he's made it within, within the minute. Mm-hmm. Okay? So 20% chance. I have to only 16 or, or higher. Oh, I see what you're saying. The timeline mm-hmm. to yeah. get to her. Yeah, this mm-hmm. all happened quite quickly after yeah. she died. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's 16, 17, 18, no. 17, 18, 19, and 20. For 4 or 20 would be, so if it's a mm-hmm. 17 or higher. Mm-hmm. No, he gets there, he's doing his chanting, mm-hmm. and the diamond does not shatter and crack. Um, Annie, you're up. You're the only one that can move right now. All you know is, again, what's in the room. I should make that very clear. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Can I hear anything? Yeah, her silence oh, yeah. dropped. Silence is gone. Okay. But you do see the slack-jawed looks of these people. Oh, You're perfect. Then I'll actually stay right here, um, so I'm 10 feet away from her, not 5. Mm-hmm. And I am going to shoot all three Eldritch Blasts at her. Sounds good. Almost. That will probably not hit, well, maybe 18, 26, 29. All three hit. And, and also three concentration checks then. Very, very, very true. Mm-hmm. Advantage. Yep. 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 But she also has to take damage because she's yeah. taking a tumble. Yeah, and another, goes, another concentration check. <laughs> yeah, so she's mm-hmm. taking a tumble there. I'm going to roll a quickie acro check. She does make that, but she'll still take half the, the damage. I'll be 2d6, which is 70 points of damage. Mm-hmm. I double ones. <laughs> Her brain melts. <laughs> yes. Technically, she t- did she tumble into them then? Because you said much. she was like right here, so like much. Just right here. Oh yeah, she makes it. She lands <laughs> basically right on the corpse. Yeah. <laughs> she, she lands foot first <laughs> on the shattered sternum. 
mm-hmm. of the figure next next to that dwarven figure. And I'll take my extra five feet just to step forward. Let's start Sounds going. Good. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Any, any bonus action? I get you. I know this spell works. No. Okay. It's ironic that I roll very poorly on wisdom saving roll. <laughs> and I have a plus ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your resistance. Damn. Yeah. Um, you you hear Marcus's voice. I guess you specifically, the only one that can really follow it right now, as he says, "Enough. Just take her and go." Um, Annie, you hear, apologies, you hear, okay, so he says that, and from, from, from below, you can't see, but you hear, he, he says, there will be no more bloodshed here today, Fjarlin. Taken one mark and then failed. Go back to your masters and report. And you hear her voice, perhaps Marcus Flynn. Perhaps you should not stand between me and my query, unless you want to anger those same masters and whoever pays my contract. Marcus's voice raised. The damage to my establishment and reputation has been substantial. And the in- she, she interrupts. We have already paid for all damages in advance, including to your reputation. 1,000 gold will be deposited into your vault at the Kundrak Bank by midday tomorrow. You hear Marcus say some mumbo-jumbo words and point, and she goes, Do not try to fight this. Do not want to see what can come for you, too. With that said, um, she will, because I'd say you can still see at least the top of her head here talking to Marcus. She goes, With that said, there's always tomorrow. She reaches down, puts a hand on the other assassin's chest, and <laughs> gone. Mm-hmm. Another dimension door. She had to use her highest level spell slot to, to do that. Left the dwarf, though? Left the dwarf, who's now turning and going, well, that's enough for me, then. And just <laughs> begins to make his way this way. I'm going to be cursing under my breath because I'm fucking furious with Marcus. Go slap Norwin. Wake up and slap. Damn. I got me. What's the situation? Where are they? He's going to slap you back. (laughs) Damn it. I slap him again. I'm joking. Get in line. What's happening? Marcus, let them leave. Of course. So you can revive your friend now? Steel Storm? Yeah, I am. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah, well, who are you again? It's not really important. It kind of is. <laughs> I mean, you just... You came in and... I don't know. You walked through walls. Uh, yeah, we all have skills. I, I know. I saw what you could do at the Coliseum. Uh, you're an ape, you're not an ape. You're an ape, you're not an ape. That was impressive on some places, I guess, but... All right. Uh, anyway, we do have them on board. Thanks. All right, let's go. Let's go get down there. I will, as I'm walking out, turn and go, you can help some more? Yeah. 
As long as you revive him. Come on. Go, 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 go. I'm going to go over to blood and pick up blood if I can. Uh, point of order. Mm-hmm. We didn't do this last time, and it'd be disingenuous for me to do it now, especially so much mm-hmm. in hindsight. Um, so it's not going to have any mechanical effects this time, mm-hmm. but just so you know, um, after Earth was down there, mm-hmm. swinging his other sword and stuff, and Blood was upstairs, oh. it began to attack whoever was closest no, to it. No, it didn't. It didn't? Because it used its last charge to oh, swing it, at her, and then fell... Didn't know that. Though. Yes. Then it tries to. As you're the next cl- closest, it tries to swing toward you, and then it just kind of topples and it lands point first into the ground. But so it did have a moment where it was looking like it, like it was gonna come right for you, and you were kind of like, "Whoa, what the?" You felt like that. Fuck. Oh, should I jump back? Yeah. yeah. Just keep that. So it does do that now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we had a good long chat about exactly what it can. I think we're on the exact same. Yes. Page. Yes. 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 And mm-hmm. it is written exactly right on the sheet. The nearest it's just creature collection. So like. Oh. Yeah. Anything. Yes, so if the enemy cool. runs away and you're closer... Noted. Get away from him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You were going to go Yeah, I'm going to go pick up blood and bring him downstairs. Okay. Ooh, pretty heavy for you. Yeah, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. More damage. And I'll open up my box. Okay. Grab it then. As I said, <laughs> that's why it's very important. How do you get out of your box again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you open it up... <laughs> Now all the guests and stuff are up here. Yes, deal. Oh, he is going to, oh. seeing how bloody you are, he's going, going to cast a um, level two healing word on you. So go ahead and take seven plus, this is four. So 11 points of healing. Is this person still here? That one that was? Yes. That we did, okay. Yep. You can add a pointy ear, but that's that's what, he, that's what the guy oh, That's fun. Yeah. Love like it. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Is the dwarf still walking out? Can I see him at all? Uh, uh, I mean, he was booking it, making a dash each turn, so I would say you see the door closing, you can just see him entering, still the whipping winds and darkness out there. Tape measure? No. Oh, then also this thing. thing. Blast. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot the cleric. That will you know be what? a no, a 27 and a 23. Two of them hit, don't bother rolling damage, it won't kill them. Unless you really want to see how much damage you did. Well, the no, team? I just want to push them. No, I, I, that's what I'm saying, don't want to roll damage. So Off you, the bridge. Two of them hit. And, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering. You hear, oh, 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 as the door closes and gives you the that's slightest crazy. amount of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. As you're there with your gold and spun it, you just blast this motherfucker. And Earth is there, and Norman's walking down with the sword in mm-hmm. his arms. As the door closes, <laughs> the wind blowing it shut. And I will close the box and say, well, should we get to it? I'm going to put blood down next to Earth and then go back upstairs to see this person. And, like, just glean as much as I can about them, like, their condition, like, 
you know, if they have any dragon mark, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Uh, make an investigation check. Okay. I know Annie already did on this one, so we'll see what you oh, Okay, right. Suss out. Investigation. Oh, 21. So. Yeah, mine's only 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much the same, same thing. This one, I, I'll give you guys this because it's not obvious. This mm-hmm. one seemed to be a body uh, double. Mm. The one that you had been fighting was the one that just now escaped. Okay. Because remember, she was down here and then she poofed away. Mm-hmm. And then the invisible one emerged from, her, from the, the hallway there and started blasting. Mm-hmm. You killed her, but you take it based on the illusory face mm-hmm. and no dragon mark on the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not a... Or, I'm sorry, there is a dragon mark, but it's fake. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. And did the face then dissipate, the illusion dissipate? Or is the illusion still up? I think illusions are still, uh, yeah, I, I looked it up, it would still be up for an hour. Okay. Is this a corpse? Mm-hmm. It's real. Yeah. There's, there's a real body just under, like the clothing is, is not quite right. It's like, it's a weird thing. It's like, it's it's close, mm-hmm. but it's not right. As you feel it, you can see your fingers go go through, mm-hmm. you know, the clothing and, and the face, especially you can see those tattered scraps and blood pouring, but the face just looks like that picture there mm-hmm. because an illusion wouldn't pick up wounds. That's it fair. whatever it is when you set it. Okay. It's a very weird thing. Here. I'll also drag the body downstairs as they're doing stuff. Okay. You ready to join the circle? Let's do it. Sorry, Marcus, we're going to turn this into a seance. I'll start drawing the circle and doing stuff. Marcus just kind of, he's standing awkwardly, keyed in his hand, but too late. Mm-hmm. And not needed, apparently. How about a key even work on the, uh, that it has a latch? But it's an elaborate <laughs> lock that yeah. has a key that you flick it and it p- pushes Well, even it if out. it wasn't a latch, how, how much harder would it be to turn a thing and open the door than it would be to open a latch and open the door? Like, mm-hmm. if it's all one free action, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not from the outside. Right? Yeah, I think I think you're asking, well, if it's a latch, how does he have a key? I don't mm-hmm. know, he does. His keys are actually just rulers, not just sticks. They're credit cards? That yeah. You... <laughs> ah, this one always works. Yep. Declined! The master key. Yeah. Let's yeah, open a fucking door. <laughs> um, as you say that, as Annie begins to draw things out and prepare herself for the long endeavor that that is to come, Marcus just to stand there, sort of awkwardly, not responding to you directly. But he does seem very distraught and bothered modern time as you're continuing drawing he does say to you he comes up next to you next to you and says this is not over yes of course they disappeared <laughs> it's probably over for tonight but house fjarlan is popular due to their mastery of higher entertainment in the city mm-hmm well, you should know that their true wealth and power comes from their skill in assassinations, aided by the dragon mark of shadow. I'm well aware. So you must have really pissed off the wrong person if they would pay enough for the twin assassins of Eldor to come for your heads. So they're famous. As much as an assassin can. I am sorry, Norlin, but you cannot stay here. Stay for what you're doing mm-hmm. now, but you cannot stay here. They will continue coming after you until you are dead. If you want it to stop it, you'll either need to die, 
come under the protection of a dragon-marked house or the crown itself. Even a member, a member of the arcane congress like myself cannot protect you from this. So I hope you've made as many friends as enemies, as I said before. We have our means. But uh, I was... I don't think we were planning on staying here after tonight anyway. I'm sorry. He steps back. Respectfully. Give him your, your space. And he gives clears to people to make sure everybody takes your steps back. Yes, deal is, you know, around also having coming down down the stairs and and whatever else. But just actually he goes over to the door and locks it and makes mm-hmm. sure he's just kind of standing guard, if you will. Mm-hmm. There's other patrons are kind of like looking around. How long is this gonna take exactly? Because if I'm wrong, I'm still wasting a lot of time. About an hour. Hour. Yeah places to be no, actually, that's the bummer. And he's just gonna sit at a chair and put his feet up and just kinda wait. Okay, you can go back to bed if you want. Mm-hmm. I would prefer if he helped. Mm, or if anyone something? helped. Well, of course, I'm going to help you, but I don't know what he's going to do. It just... We need as I much... I send you my well wishes! <sighs> Please Point. do it. Anyway, let's, let's just, yeah, how can I help? We need to call him back, just like we called you back. All right. Multiple times. I get the point. Let's get this started. <laughs> All right. Use some blood and some paints and some chalks that you have to draw a triangle around the three circles at there, a circle around that. Much of the hour is involved in actually etching out the, the, the space. Well, that's not true. It doesn't have to be. How would you like to flavor your raised dead? I should not be flavoring this. This is, uh, this is your, your thing. It isn't an hour-long ritual. It's just yeah. like with that. How do you want to flavor it? I probably would spend a majority of the time creating like a big circle and trying what helped me get to the Raven Queen and that type of stuff and interweaving like stories in there in my drawings and cursing out of my breath. And like, fucking, fucking kill me. And then probably the last 10 minutes is when I'd be like, okay, we need to sit down and focus. It's funny, you ever think like one of these standing circles to bring back the dead is a lot like a teleportation circle? Well, we're teleporting them from one place to another. Six of one, half a dozen of the other, right? Right. Right. While she's doing that, I'm going to go over to Norwin. Or Norwin. What the fuck? Go. <laughs> I'm used to being the one that's dead. <laughs> we'll get you back, Norwin. I'm gonna fix you. No, I'm gonna go over to Irv and kind of like reset his sternum essentially, and just do like you know make sure that his physical form is back to the way that it should be, and so that there's less you know to kind of aid the process along. If kind of tend to. If you'd want, we can use that as your offering. Mm-hmm. It'll be a medicine track. Can I make multiple offerings or just one? It's just, just the one. Okay. You can do this for, for flavor and I'll mm-hmm. say sure, but remember you do have to make an offering for yeah. the track. So if you'd like to use this as your offering when the time comes, you can, you can do that. Yeah, we can do that. You don't have to. Because mm-hmm. I had other things I was going to do as well. But If you want to just reset it, that's that's fine. I'm not trying to 
coerce you into doing it. I'm just reminding you that you will have to make mm -hmm. offering rolls to try and call My medicine check's real good, so that makes sense. <laughs> All right, so hold on to that, mm -hmm. that thought. You're, exam you're like futzing with them, knowing mm -hmm. Jesus, this really, really did a number. He's going to feel, feel this even after he w wakes up from mm -hmm. it. So you're examining him now, preparing to do that when the time comes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Tending to his wounds, stuff like that. Yep, and you've gone into your circle and singing. Everybody else has become quite quiet. Um, about, honestly, this is quite early, quite early on, <laughs> literally only about five minutes <laughs> mm -hmm. after this whole thing you started drawing. Um, a another patron in um, night clothes, a very innocuous looking halfling with curly blonde hair and dark green eyes um, comes up to you. Mm -hmm. That kind of tugs on your own night shirt. Uh, halfling? Immediately. Mm -hmm. I knew you were I regained my level, my level 7 spell. <laughs> Reverse gravity on this one motherfucker. Push him outside. Let him fall. No. He's closed off a bit. I'm um, a little bit busy, but how may I? What's up? <laughs> a little bit. <sighs> I called the crown. They'll, they'll be here soon. Do I recognize this person at all? You've seen him in the tavern? Mm hmm. He just kind of gives, as he moves away from here, he kind of gives, gives you a wink and then uh, scurries his way upstairs to kind of watch from the. I know, he'll, he'll stay, stay down. We'll just put him over here. Here we go. This should be about his height. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a side eye. Is there anything I can glean off of it? Like any kind of marks? Off of what? I'm sorry. Off of this little human, yeah, little person. Yeah. Uh, uh, are you looking for marks, or are you trying to get a sense of his personality and stuff? Uh, mostly marks. I'm looking for physical, like, Understood. like I recognize that yeah. scar. Make a perception. Well, scar or like a actual dragon. Oh, mark. Gotcha, gotcha, mm -hmm. gotcha. Uh, perception check. Oh yeah, twenty-three. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Save those good rolls. You, um, honest to God, I can perceive a half this, like nobody you've seen this person. Mm -hmm. How many times here? I mean, oh every, my God! Every, every night that you've been here, you've. That's not just true. The second night, like mm -hmm. you kind of got back three, four nights now. Mm -hmm. Um, so you've seen him here the last three nights. Mm -hmm. Not the first night you were here, but every other night you've seen. That's what I'll, that's what I'll say. He's very very instinct. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's his whole point. You can't really get anything from him. He's got no defining features other than the hair and the eyes and mm -hmm. not a smile right now, just like a frown and concern. You see him sort of fiddling with his um, fingers right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same? That's not the one you used for that halfling prick, is it? <laughs> no, I think I have the, that guy's holding a staff. Oh, yeah. yeah. This one's more my robe. Oh, I think you're Norm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's maybe where I Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Break. So, kind of. I don't know. Just keeping an eye on him. Mm -hmm. So, that happened. Back then. Up to where we are now. Um, symbols begin to glow. So dark light seems to draw in what light. And all the candelabra here have lit, or the chandeliers have lit. They're, they're always lit, but they're continuous flames, continuous flames, anyways, in here. Um, everyone is watching with bated breath as this horror goes on. 
go ahead and make your medicine check yeah. as the final offer has come. Now to remind everyone, this is your first time dying. Mm-hmm. So the DC starts off at 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any successful roll from up to three people reduces the DC by three. Okay. So you mm-hmm. three successes, you have a one in 20, you have to roll a one to die. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the last, the last roll will be done by you with whatever die you want, but you'll roll it on this side, and I will take a picture of it immediately. That way, I can flavor things or do whatever I want. That way, there's no question about me fudging thoughts or anything. Okay. We'll we'll see what time. Yeah, I was like, I might have misunderstood <sighs> your point there, but yeah, mm-hmm. no worries. Okay. Let's, uh, let's see. 10, uh, 19 plus 24. 24. And the DC for each thing is mm-hmm. up to me, and that depends more on how good I think it, how, how much it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to punch him and coming back. It might actually work on Earth, mm-hmm. but definitely would not work on, on hand. Actually, that would be like a DC 25, which you could still do, but probably not likely. Mm-hmm. With that, though, you hear a... It's not fully in place exactly, mm-hmm. but it's about as good as any professional surgeon could could do, you think, given the shattered remnants and shards that there were there. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you sort of feel that by doing the physical movement and helping your, your, your friend, like mm-hmm. you've set his wounds so many times in the past, though perhaps not as grievous as this, mm-hmm. you sort of feel like an, an echo of that click. Mm-hmm. That fades. You look around Seem to hear. It's one success. Annie, what would you like to do? I am going to be chanting slash singing like Gregorian chanting, almost like an ode. Talking, the first half will be talking about all of the people he's saved and all of the good he's done and everything he's overcome. And then the second half will be all the people who still need him, what the world is going to fall to, and what needs to be done with him and it will finish with me saying you don't belong in the hall of champions yet make a performance check I'll be 34 nice 34. as you sing I get up and do it just <laughs> Otto's resistible as you chant and you, you've never heard Annie you've heard her chant before and such, but this really seems the most soulful like it's resonating in her very chest and the entire room seems to quiver and shake with her words and she's belting these out. This is no quiet murmuring. This is and as the words all string together everybody who was whispering and worrying all of them fall to silence as they are enraptured by this amazing performance that speaks so much from the heart that people can hardly believe. It's one thing to have a good performance. It's another thing to see it in this scenario here. And people will surely be talking about what they've seen here for many years to come. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's one circle left that nobody is currently occupying. You don't have to. But I figure you might want to. He would. Get up and, and grumble. Go over here and need look. How are you two sitting? 
Like, are you both sitting the same way? Oh, I mean, obviously, I'd be over him, like, fixing him. Okay. And I'm probably not even crossing it. I'd probably, if I were, like, chanting like that, I'd be on my knees, like... Okay. He mm-hmm. would sit in that circle, cross-legged, kind of elbow on his, you know, leaning, and be like, <sighs> if you're who I'm looking for, I spent a long time looking for you. So, if you could just do me a real big favor and come back... I mean, I've heard a lot of stories about you, and it doesn't seem like you should be this easy to kill. So, come on. Sounds more like vicious mockery than it does. <laughs> kind of works for him, though. Uh, make a persuasion check. Um, that's charisma. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yes. Man. I would say that that appeal. Someone like Earth would be very appealing. Ah, there we go. So, three <laughs> successes. Um, as your mode ends, and you shuffle back a bit, and you're, well, you both are like very, very close um, And you're like leaning over, and you're all very near him. Saying this, letting them have their moment up against him. Okay. Pick whatever, whatever die you want to roll. Did that count? Uh, was it a green one? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, like, I believe you. <laughs> I do. <clears throat> Add my con and proficiency in jack of all trades, so I'm not to 17. Some still further back. You've met in a sense, but not quite sure. You see shivers there. There's one back. scarred eye, blind blind in it, has long hair. You see a fellow shirtless, quite hairy, and a, a bear like tattoo on his chest and back. And even beyond that, you see other figures that you are indistinct to. You don't quite recognize them. One of them in the second row, the second category of this, you don't recognize her long, straight black hair. Her wide face, 
her worried eyes glistening with tears, and her troubled full lips near trembling. Hugh reaches down, grips your grips your or he extends his hand toward you. Do you take it? I'll get up myself. He, even though it hurts like a motherfucker. <laughs> he laughs. <laughs> oh, I'll do things by yourself. Mujardi smiles sadly and says, "You just hear the water trickling behind you." Mujardi smiles sadly and says, "Welcome to the cursed land, Rupaya. I am sorry that we were not enough to keep you alive." You seemed our best chance to be free. It is not your fault. We have all failed as well. You look around and you see the other figures all dwarven, all reddish mist. And that woman steps forward, coming closer, slowly. Looking to you, if anything. If I just... You said I don't recognize her. You don't recognize her. So... Wait, like, I can talk to him and stuff? I guess I don't... I don't want... I don't... If I gestured you, I want you to do whatever you want to. to gotcha. And I you're would free look, to I would look to Hugh and Mujerid and say, Just down, not out. Can't be out yet. They look at each other. Sort of grin a bit and then look back at this figure stepping toward you. They take two steps to the side. She reaches for you and says, I am so sorry, my boy. I never meant for any of this. I... And then she words can't... She, she can't find any, any more words as tears begin to fall down her face. Who are you? I was your... She looks up. And others are looking up as well. As the Coliseum roof is gone, or at least transparent now. And you see a starlit sky. Pinpricks of light growing more and more and more and more and more and more and more. But no, not stars, but tiny pinpricks of diamond dust swirling from the heavens as the diamond in your hand cracks, fractals like it always does, then turns into dust that settles on Earth. You see these bits of starlight now, diamond dust, begin to fall like snow. And she can see a visible sigh of relief and a smile on her face. Diamond's dust turns to black raven feathers as they begin to fall. look even beyond the furthest row of spirits that you don't yet know. 
you see a pale face with an ancient crown on her head, watching from the distance with starlit eyes of obsidian. Relief is on her face. The queen or the woman in front of me? The woman in front of you. Okay, yeah, face is immutable, inscrutable, just there. If, gotcha. if you had Way. met her before, yeah. you would have had another time. Oh, the statue. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. If you wish, again, my gesture, you don't have to do anything. It's just an opportunity. I guess what I know with this mojo going on, that like, I'm, I'm knowing not that her seeing what the Raven Queen's face, you would have an idea. Okay. I would just do my little smirk. Like, told you I wasn't done yet. No need to worry. Is she crying in any way, shape, or form? Oh, yeah. And I'm going to wipe a tear off of her face. She puts a hand up on her cheek. The tears come even stronger now. And she steps back. It's not time. Bless them. It's not time. Mujerian, near you, whistles. He goes. And Hugh barks out a laugh, <laughs> and he says, "Looks, looks like the little Missy uh, ain't gonna let you go so easy after all. Thank goodness you weren't ready for." His eyes look over your shoulder. The atmosphere changes immediately. So funny. The air becomes heavy, like the weights on every inch of your body. The sky ripples and cracks, showing right. rifts from above. The feathers burn to ash, which now falls around you like a hot snow. Hugh and Rudri both look over your shoulder in shock and fear, and a voice from behind you, not in here, but from behind you, says, No. In ancient Dwarvish, his body will do just fine. As you turn, I have to help yourself and see the form. You see a body rippling with muscles that makes Earths look like sausages in comparison. Tattoos in red and black and blue ink cover most of the chest and arms. As he removes the dragon's skull mask, he's always growing. One eye glowing red and one obsidian black with two pinpricks of starlight, a red mohawk on his head. He looks at him now. It's time. Crack, crack. <laughs> and I'll just start walking towards him. When you grab each other in the water, sprays everybody else physically can't move toward you as the weight on them sends them to their knees. And he wrestles with you, and you punch him in the face, and he laughs, he punches you harder than I've been punched before. Grabs you by the neck, lifts you up, and you kick him in the chest. But he slams you down. You have your hands up out of the water, grabbing at his face. 
and he's wrestling your face down in the water. You try to suck in air, but all you suck in is cold water. No. It tastes like iron, not water. Blood. All blood. As you reach your hand up, and he rips off your pinky finger on your left hand, spits it as he laughs. And you feel the ground, the hard stone sink and chains wrap up around your wrists, your ankles, and your neck and pull you down, down, down. Far below where you land in that place where you used to see him. Looking up through a mere slit of doorway into what I was previously describing. You were shackled at this moment in time. You too. After you finish, and the dust settles on Earth's body, red mist begins to swirl from as a snake, his arm grabs your neck, grabs you, stand back, and lifting him up, red hands, lifting him, not in his own power. You see one black eye with two starlit pinpricks, one red, as he's holding you up, throws you into an armpit, you skip back at that, that, that moment in time, what do you do? Uh, he's misty step away as he goes, Oh shit, this is what I thought would happen! And then, if you can shoot two perfect what arrows, do you do? Quick. Uh, um, fire at him. Eldritch Blast. Okay, shit, just what happened. Red Nipper, um, his body changes and a bear tattoo appears. Don't, don't bother rolling. Okay. Bear tattoo appears, the arrow stick. Turns, your Eldritch Blast, gonna strike, but Red Mist swirls in front. And absorbs them, deflecting them as his hands move with fluidity you've never seen be before. Your fire comes and splashes against him, burning his face ever so slightly. But that bare tattoo returns for a moment and then is gone. And each of you that struck at him see a red spectral form of mist, much like him, appear in front of you and knock you all back slightly. Argus says, no, 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 and he chants a spell and points it out to him. And you see Earth form slow. And then he wags a finger where the ring of free action is held. Mm. His body becomes alive and fluid and he is, his hands glow blue. And he fall like a snap over to Marcus, <laughs> clapping on his head. Stunned, he snaps his fingers, and blood rises from the ground. To do a coup de gras on the stunned wizard. Earth, in your position, a red, a, a yellow eye slip appears in front of you. Here in your head, blood's voice. Do not succumb to yourself. 
I made a pact with Earth by a steel storm. Not the son of Dorn! And it swings and <laughs> hits the shackle. <laughs> they all are destroyed. You all, stunned for the, the, the moment, preparing your next actions. See, and Marcus, literally stunned, as the sword will come down. But no, Earth is not holding a sword. And blood is sticking right through his chest. The eye pulsing yellow. And he... <sighs> you see old wounds that you remember on the Earth that you first met. Reopening scars. This man was covered in scars before Fire Song made all, all, all that look like it did on the wall. <laughs> all reopening as red mist <laughs> and blood sprang. Even as far away as you are, <laughs> spraying of blood comes. <laughs> a hundred wounds opening on him as he lowers his hands and goes. <sighs> and in Dorvish, that neither of you understand, he says something. Does your guy speak the Dwarvish? Have, have you chosen yet? Um, no, he would not. Okay. All you hear is him go, Nyat. Red steam escaping from bloody lips. Sucking sound hers, he tries to bring air, but it's entering through the wound in his immediately punctured lung. He topples backward. The floor pushing up the blade that had gone right through. Standing erect like a tombstone on your dead friend. Got it right. Earth. Back within you, you're pulling these chains. Every bit of strength physical and mental that you can, dragging him down. But he's strong, he's so strong. And then a grizzled thick hand, one, comes and grabs the chain right between your hands. And together you pull. And the red mohawk dwarf lands, knees, chains at his wrists and ankles anew. Every curse in the dwarvish tongue, which you can understand right now, is being sprayed out. Spit and blood both. <sighs> Think of Azula at the end there when she's mm. uh, She's just yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. Just pure rage. Pure rage. But you see the figure now. Mask off. He looks beyond you and howls and spits and snarls like a caged beast, now incoherent with his rage. As whatever is behind you has caught his ire even more than you. You see a helmed dwarven warrior, horns coming up. One shorn a bit short, one eye, one hand, the other hand, letting loose the chains that just fall into this blood water. And so, one eye beer <laughs> that we got. And just so people can see what we got. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Do 
you, does this description remind you of anything? He showed up in the Mulcahy fight, didn't he? The final blow on the Titanic. But he doesn't look like the one I first saw. Does he? What do you mean when you first saw? Like when I first went down that vision I had, dragons in the sky. Is that the same one? At this moment in time, I would say getting this good of a vision, mm-hmm. it is the same. Just at different points. This one, more clean. That one, the end of a bloody, bloody battle. Both one-handed. The voice speaks. Do not blame my son. He is a product of his time. As that one eye looks at you, my beard shakes with his words, which reverberate in your mind. I'm gonna look at him and then look back at the snarling beast in chains and I never thought I'd pity him. I'm not sure if you should pity him either. Let us walk. And each step you take, it gets quieter and quieter, far more than it should. Until you can always hear him howling, screaming, spitting what he is. But as you and this figure walk 20 steps away, he is silent. What do you say? Where are we? Where are we going? where the cursed line of Dorne reside. Your line. My line. And as one eye, the wound seared shut, opens, and you can see the sickly, you know, stuck-like glue burn marks spreading open, and you see a black obsidian eye with an infinite number of stars. And even the brief glimpse that you get into it is enough to make you reel back and then... Kind of like almost hurts to look at? It almost does hurt. It's like gazing to infinity. And he closes it again. So what do you want with me? I may have made mistakes in my time. I'm not yet sure if this is one of them. Looking back at what you just claimed to be his son. That decision is up to you. Or whoever comes after you. It is a heavy weight to bear. And as I say, he is a product of his time. Spirits do not have all the mind, simply the strongest emotions. What did you do? The scrolls have great power, and they enact miracles. You remember the Raven Queen saying something similar 
Yeah. There's a god father that can do many, many miracles. <laughs> they can enact miracles, but the cost is high, toll, heavy. I wanted to ensure that the free folk of the world were free from dragon and giant kind. My son, Dor Brumash, was the first of my dragon knights. <laughs> no, it is far too late for me now. Too bright did we burn, and all that remains are these shattered fragments in my blood. And even these shall fade, both in his own hand, fading from the tips down to red mist. Perhaps when the last has gone, and the threat of the free folk is no more. Will I see my sister again? Now he seems lost in his own reveries. Till then, he catches your eye one last time. I will not be here next time, Raphael. The rest is in your hands. Whatever they may bring. He seems moments away from fading. I don't know what to say. That's, that's that was like there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> he offers you one final smile until he fades completely to the mist and justice. Raven Queen's visage vanishes as well. And all you see in the darkness is a single pinprick of light rushing toward you like a tunnel, and then <coughs> you awaken. Sword oddly sticking out of your chest. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take our break right there. Well, oh, damn.